the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be talking how to trade your workouts for playtime and how it's all in your head. So I've been thinking a lot about this, and I've been thinking a lot about how certain people love to work out and certain people just like despise it, and they think about working out as this incredibly negative thing that they don't want to do. And a big point that I'm going to be touching upon and what kind of prompted the idea for this podcast is we were working out on the side of the road at a rest stop in the Yukon area of Canada a few days ago. And we were right in the middle of a pretty hard dumbbell workout. Um, It was essentially a 100 thrusters at 50s and 35s, but we did a kind of partner version where you did one minute on, one minute off, and you started every minute with five burpees, all right? It's a it's a Kalsu play, or the workout's called Kalsu if you're doing it RX, so if you want to look that guy up. And as you can tell, um, burpees and thrusters for a six foot one person like myself are not the easiest thing. And we're in the middle of this workout when some other truck comes pulling in and the guy in the passenger seat hops out. He's got a cowboy hat on and a cutoff t-shirt. He's not in shape. He's not like super fat or anything, but he, he lights up a cigarette, goes to the back of the truck, pops open a cooler, grabs a beer looks over at what we're doing, walks over, and in the middle of one of my rest sets, when I'm like, you know, heaving, breathing hard for air, the guy says, is that CrossFit? And I'm like, yep, that's a, that's CrossFit. And then he just proceeds to at, start asking me questions. And one of the questions was, why are you working out when you're on vacation? And so that really prompted me to think, wow, you're sitting here smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, and asking me why I'm working out while I'm on vacation, and you don't look like you work out enough, period, to ever be taking a vacation from your workouts. So that's what kind of got me thinking about this, and I'm wondering more or less why people are thinking about it in this particular way. So before we get into the super content of this podcast and how to think about workouts as play rather than working out. This podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project. If you want to work out anywhere at a rest stop, in your bedroom, in your living room, the Get Better Project is for you. Every single day, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, we post workouts that require zero equipment or workouts that only require a couple dumbbells and a kettlebell, which is what I am usually doing because you can throw a couple dumbbells in the kettlebell in the back of your car, easy breezy. Or imagine if you're not going to carry them around in your car like me, you're going to just have them in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in your living room, in your garage, whatever. So we specialize in getting amazing workouts, getting into amazing shape, whether that means that you want to lose a lot of body fat or some body fat or just lean up. We have people all across that spectrum. We even have people that are in their 20s all the way up to mid-60s in the program. So if that sounds like something fun for you and you'd like to get yourself into some awesome shape and hire me essentially as a coach for 40 bucks a month, which is the cheapest that I've ever been hired as a coach before, but when you're in the Get Better Project, you basically get all of my attention whenever you want it. You can do so by going to thegetbetterproject.com. 
slash get better. That will take you straight to the sales page where you can sign up. And like I said, it's 40 bucks or $39 per month. And you get the daily program as well as coaching from me. So if that sounds good to you, hit it up. Let's do it. This podcast is also brought to you by Blonix, which is my favorite HMB plus creatine product. I have their HMB plus creatine plus their beta alanine right here. If you're watching the video, um, taking those products virtually every single day, unless I forget to, uh, they just work better than other products. I've keep coming back to them. I can't even say why, except that their company does some things that are better or more above board than other supplement companies. It's not to say that other supplement companies couldn't do the same thing. I don't believe, but Blonix, there's just something that works better about them. There's only what they say in the product, in the product. So you've got that going for you. And it just works better. Every time I take this HMB plus creatine product, I get more gains than I do with other products. And I can't say why that is, but I do. And I've had that happen for years. And other people have told me the same thing. And I've had people that have used my all around Joe code for years just because they have the, had this similar experience. So if you want to try the, any of their products, which I recommend all of them, my favorite is HMB plus creatine. You can go to Blonix. Dot com b l o n y x dot com use code all around joe to get yourself ten percent off highly recommend it great supplement great supplements great company I really enjoy working with them so that's Lonix Lonix dot com use code all around joe all right guys here we go how do you make your workouts feel like play man there are so many people that I hang around that love working out. Like their favorite time of the day is to come to the gym and hang out and work out and work hard and then get the results from it. It's just, it's their favorite time. And there's even a couple of people that I know that say that they're trying to make their workouts for people, for other people, uh, the best hour of their day. And there's even a, a guy that I know that has a podcast called the best hour of your day. Because for the people that have gotten into this mindset it is the best hour of their day. It is the most fun. In fact, it's so much fun for me that I usually spend, you know, if I can, three hours per workout because I'll go and do multiple things, hang out with people for extra long, and then I'll get out of there after I just can't take it anymore. After I can't get any more fitness out of it, then I will get out of there. And sometimes that ends up being that I'm hanging out there the whole day, you know, for eight hours or whatever it may be. It's just that much fun. There's so much interesting stuff going on. So many good, high quality people that hang around that have growth mindsets that want to help you get better. It is an amazing thing. So that's why I'm trying to figure out why certain people don't look at it like that. They have this dominance of ouch, that hurts, or I'm not good at this, or I have some bad feelings from gym class or something. I'm trying to figure that out. So we're going to work through that. And like I said, the first thing was about vacation and how certain people, and I've posted this before, and I, I hear it actually all the time, and it's a big pet peeve of mine. When we're at a campground or on the side of the road, like I mentioned, we'll be working out and people feel the need to tell us that we're on vacation and we shouldn't be working out. I kid you not. This happens regularly and I'm trying to be better about how I answer that question because I sometimes 
say the wrong things um, that are not very helpful. But the people are usually saying this because they feel bad that they're not working out and it comes from that particular place. But I always invite them to come over and work out and they're like, no, you know, sometimes they'll say, you know, wait till you get older. And sometimes they'll say, now I'm too out of shape. You know, can you do some of that for me? That's another good one. Um, but I just wonder why people think that if they're on vacation that they've worked out hard enough or enough to actually have a vacation from workout or that why they dislike working out enough that they wouldn't work out while they're on vacation. Because myself and a lot of the people that I hang around, when we're on vacation, we want to work out because it makes us feel better. So we get the win-win, especially if you're going to go on vacation, you're going to maybe do some things that you shouldn't like drinking alcohol um, or eating some food that is not necessarily great for you. And I don't, I'm not telling you not to do those particular things, but it would have far less negative effect if you did work out, especially if you enjoyed the workout, um, while you were doing those particular things, because your body would be more apt to use those not so good things as recovering for your, from your workout or, you know, fueling your muscles and that type of thing. So, Here's what I want to ask you. Um, when you were a kid at the playground, did that feel hard? And I just did a workout at a playground just the other day. We used the monkey bars. We used that pole thing. We used it to go up rather than down on the pole. Um, but I started thinking about that. And I remember having these big dome things at our playgrounds. And I think they probably got rid of them because people were getting, or kids would get hurt. And now kids, you know, basically have to walk around with, pads on themselves because their parents are so helicoptering around. But anyway, when you were playing in the playground, did that feel like play or work? Because you can put yourself in that same mindset if you can jump back into that person that had the playground feel like play because it's not easy. Like I was swinging around on those monkey bars. I was damn near falling off them monkey bars because it was hard. And there's, you know, I've been around little kids and they're just like, doo -doo 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 -doo, back and forth, back and forth, you know, running around that thing, smiling. They had no idea that they were technically working out while they were doing those monkey bars or any of the other climbing or whatnot slides and all that stuff that they're doing at the playground. So if you can put yourself in that particular mindset and it is hard and it is play, why can't you do that for these other things? Now, I see if you're the type of person that's going to a global gym. By global gym, I mean like a 24-hour fitness or the stuff Bally's or, the, you know, whatever these big box gyms are that they have these days, the health club. I could see how that feels not like play. You probably have to really do a good job of getting yourself into a state of mind to make that feel like play. And I was able to do that for sure. Um... But it's, it's definitely a lot harder than, number one, doing it on your own. Number two, doing it with a couple of friends. Number three, doing it in a CrossFit gym or box. Because you have the people that are much more apt to think about it like a fun time of the day and like play. And you have a coach that's leading you that usually will feel the same way. So if you're in that particular state or in that particular environment and mindset, then it makes these workouts easy. It makes them fun. It makes the things that you are going to actually look forward to, even though they're hard. And sometimes we think back to the particular times and that's the feeling that we get from that time. So when I mentioned earlier about going to gym class and having that not feel good, I remember going to gym class and having uh, in high school and not necessarily feeling good about it because I couldn't do certain things. 
and the the gym teacher was not very good and not very encouraging. He was kind of a jerk about things if you couldn't do them. So I imagine that if you had that type of circumstance or that type of situation, like maybe where the gym coach was the football coach, because a lot of football coaches coach in a poor method. They use poor methods for coaching because they think that the way that they coach on a football field is the way that they should coach everybody in a gym class. And that's just terrible. So if you're a football coach and you're coaching gym class and you're listening to this and you're using those same like scare tactics and yelling at people in the gym, don't do it. You're killing the way that people feel about working out and for the rest of their lives too. You, but you can, you, or you will associate that. So you can also take that association and tear it apart and put it someplace else because I had that same feeling where my, I didn't like the gym class in high school because the coach or the teacher was not very good. He didn't, he wasn't encouraging. He was put people down. It was a bad environment, but I love fitness now. I love it. It's awesome. So you can replace those particular feelings, but I understand where if you think about, Oh man, this workout that I'm going to be doing or that I should be doing. And you get like a feeling in your stomach. That's not so good. Like that bad feeling in the pit of your stomach, then you're going to have to just replace that. And you're going to start by doing drills or little things where like, when you think about the workout, then you think about having fun, you think about the playtime and you're trying to associate those feelings together. You literally try and take one of those things that you're going to be doing and thinking about and associate it with something else that you like to do. It is that easy, although it's not easy. You got to do it many, 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 many times in order to actually get it to work. So what would it take for you to actually have your workouts feel like play? All right. So probably a change of mindset if you don't feel that way already. Um, like I mentioned, you can reframe how you think about working out. So if you think about these things that are fun for you to do and the feeling, you've got to actually get, dig deeper than just surface level. So if you can't do that, you're probably not going to get much from this podcast. But if you can dig deeper than the surface level and think about the feelings that you're having when you're having them and then actually reassociate new feelings to those particular actions, then you can pull this off. Uh, you can do that by working out with people that love to work out. So you can take on certain aspects of other people's feelings. So if you've got somebody like myself that absolutely loves it, they get pumped up when the workout's coming up, you can see the excitement dripping off them. You can kind of play off of that. So you can grab onto that and, and use it for yourself. Uh, working out with a gym that treats working out like play. So this, like I said, this could be CrossFit. This could be having a great group instructor. This could be going to some of these interesting gyms that are like, I don't know, something that you think would be play like pole dancing or, you know, parkour or skateboard gym or something like that, that you would associate with play. And then you can take that and move it into either more advanced versions of what that particular class or gym is doing or, you can move it into different types of working out and associate the same thing with those particular types of working out. Um, you could work out at a playground and maybe that will help you associate it. So go to a playground that would help you to think about the play that you used to do at those playgrounds, play on the monkey bars, you know, climb the pole, climb whatever, you know, be a kid at heart and play and you will actually get yourself in great shape. So essentially what 
we're doing, what I do is I go to the gym and I play with barbells. I play with dumbbells. I play on the, you know, squat rack and the rig and see what's ca- what I'm capable of and what I'm able to do. That's as simple as that. It, and that's how my mind thinks about it. And like I said, it didn't always used to. So you can make it change into that as well. So the other question is, if play is hard, can it be fun? And we addressed that earlier in that if you look at kids on a playground toy and knowing that those particular things are hard because sometimes they drop off of them, sometimes they fall, that means that it's not necessarily easy for their muscles to be doing that thing. But we associate, you know, muscle burn, muscle pain with hardness and not liking it. The kids don't even think about that. It doesn't happen until adulthood that sometimes we get brainwashed into thinking that that is a bad thing or something that we should not necessarily like. It is pretty darn interesting. Um, so here are a few things from my life that were hard, f- fun, and considered play. So they were hard, but they could be fun and considered play. So um, think about this. And well, the reason that we're going over this is because there's certain things that you can dig into in your past that you can use to associate with these new activities that will kind of take over and be something that you would actually want to have happen. All right. So basketball, that was my favorite sport growing up and it was incredibly hard. Basketball was super hard. You had to work very hard in order to get good at basketball. And I did, I remember like running lines because I wanted to get better at it. I remember spending hours in the driveway until I'd get like that feeling where I needed to go in and eat because my blood sugar was so low. I couldn't take it anymore, but I loved it. It was so much fun. It was play always. Um, baseball was very hard at times. I remember we'd have to run poles when that man is running from on the warning track from foul pole to foul pole back and forth. Especially being a pitcher, you have to run a lot because they want you to have endurance, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me now that I'm actually understanding exercise science. I mean, you do, and I get the endurance thing, but I'd rather want my I'd want a pitcher to be explosive uh, for small bursts of time rather than having being able to run a lot. That's what I'm thinking we'd be better pitcher. But anyway, the old school way of doing that was we had to run a ton, you know, and baseball was play and that made you better at it. And I loved it. It was super fun to do all of those particular things. And I got up, man, when I was in college, I got up before the morning workout, which is at like 6 or 6.30 a.m. And I got up an hour before that so I could eat and digest my food. So it would be in my stomach. So it would be more productive at the particular workouts that we were doing. How about that? I loved it. It was so much fun. I got to the point where I didn't even need an alarm. I'd wake up and eat my food. I remember I'd have, uh, I think it was like two cups of oatmeal with two bananas, maybe something like that, and 12 egg whites with two yolks. So it was a ton of food that I would eat so I could get better at baseball and working out before that early morning gym workout. RC cars, so something that is not fitness related. So if you're the type of person that doesn't like or has never really associated themselves with someone that moves a lot or likes to work out, RC cars, the little remote control cars that you drive around, I'd get these and you have to put them together, every single piece. And that was hard. It would take days to put these things together. Sometimes they didn't work. You had to troubleshoot, figure out how they worked. You know, sometimes the batteries would stop working. You'd have all of these things you have to work through, but it was so much fun. I, re- I still to this day would like to have another RC car to work on that and play with it. So all of these things that were hard can be associated as play. CrossFit is the hardest thing I've ever done. 
but it is the most fun thing I've ever done also. Uh, doing this podcast at times is hard. I try and get better at it. I try and not say um and uh and this and all of these particular things that sound not so good and they sound like they stick out when you're listening to it. So I'm constantly working on that and it's not easy. It's hard, but I love it. It's fun. I love to be able to teach and help you guys out because there's certain things that I've done that have worked really well that I can help you out. Um, so it seems pretty clear that things that are hard can be fun, can be associated with play, right? If you don't think so, I'm probably just not going to get through to you on this podcast. I'm sorry about that. I want to, I do, I want to, but I might not. This is not going to be for everybody. I realize that it's not a blanket thing. There's going to be certain people that are associated and connect with what I'm saying. There's going to be certain people that don't, and that's okay. If I can get the other people later on and I can get you guys that do connect with me, right now, then that would be fantastic. All right. So one thing that you can do if this seems pretty far fetched for you is something that my good friend and mastermind partner, Kendra Kinnison has talked about. Um, and she is an excellent coach. So people hire her as a success coach and she's been doing it for man years now. She's excellent at her job. And one of the things that I'm stealing from her is the idea that you don't need to do a lot, but you just need to do something that is like so small, so little in your mind, but every single day that it becomes something that you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, that's easy. All right. So imagine this. Here's an idea. Here's a thought. And some ideas would be like, what if you just did 10 air squats a day? Just 10. You could even do sits to stand. So you sit down and stand up 10 times a day. Or if that sounds hard, do five. Whatever sounds so easy that you're just, it's like an afterthought. No big deal. You can do this every single day. It's not even, it's not even like a blip on your radar. Easy breezy. So you do that. It could be 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 planks. It could rotate each day where you just do like your 10. All right. You do your 10 and that's all you got to do. And then once that becomes so easy, so like so minuscule in your mind that you can jump to 15 or 11 or 10, uh, not 10, you already did 10, 11, 15, 20, whatever that next step is that is so small. And then you just create those particular habits that are so easy and they start to have the snowball effect. So you started off with 10, then you move to 11 a month later or 15 a month later or whatever. After a few years, it makes a huge difference. Okay. A huge difference. And you can step that up and maybe start doing full workouts after a certain amount of time. And then those start to feel like nothing. Like if I go and I do a, a simple, regular class style CrossFit workout, and that's all I do. It feels so minuscule, so much like hardly anything because I'm, I've worked myself up to a full day feels like doing, you know, uh, a, t a full Metcon with, you know, some sort of, uh, on the minute training piece or, or interval training piece, and then a strength piece and maybe even Olympic piece. I mean, there's all these different things. So there's multiple parts. So when I just do one particular thing, is it enough for my fitness? It is, but it seems so minuscule that it's just, it's easy. It's so easy to do. And that's what you can do. And you don't have to think about taking these big chunks. You just need the momentum. 
That's what Kendra would say. You need this momentum. So if that's 10 squats a day, easy. Just figure out what that number is. And if you have questions about that, hit me up, email me, joe at allaroundjoe.com, or you can get the show notes and put it in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 213. Everybody loves to hear what everyone else is doing, so do that if you feel comfortable with it. And just start. So 10 squats a day, and then, you know, when you need to go to 11, go to 11 when that feels easy. And then go to 15 or 16 or whatever until it feels so easy that you it's just you move up and it's like the old, it's like nothing. It essentially feels like nothing, but you're doing it so often, right? It feels like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom. Do I go to the bathroom every day? I do. And I do squats every day too, you know? And then once you're at a certain point where you don't need to go with that, hit me up and I'll let you know. Or you can join the Get Better Project and you can start actually having the programmed workouts that I do. I mean, the, the other thing with the Get Better Project is that I program workouts that will meet you where you're at. Like, I got some people in the in the program that are just doing the warm-ups right now that's where they're at they just do the warm-up the warm-up for the workout that's it and then we're going to move them to half of the workout eventually and then from half of the workout to the full workout and then from the full workout to half of the advanced workout and then from the advanced workout half of the advance to the full advance and then from the advance to the kettlebell dumbbell workout it's that easy but you have to pick these little things like that will give you momentum that are super small don't try and make big jumps Get the momentum with the small things, all right? So if you could commit to doing just one of these super small things, give me a high five. There it is. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you need ideas, like I said, hit me up. Start doing the 10 squats, the 10 push-ups. Not all in the same day. I mean, you could if that feels super easy for you. If you get just that one, you will be good to go. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. If you want to get with me on the Get Better Project, do workouts anywhere, you can go to getbetterproject.com slash getbetter and make sure you check out some Blonix. If you need to get some more gains in your gym, check out Blonix. Go to blonix.com, use code Joe, and I will see you soon on another podcast. Here we go. All Around Joe Podcast. We have to your gym class. My personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around soccer.